welcome to Scaling with Disha, the show that helps online entrepreneurs to scale their business to six figures and beyond without the hustle or the overheads. I'm your host, Disha Waddup, and I'll be here each week to remind you that you can do anything you set your mind to. gorgeous entrepreneurs and thank you for tuning in to another episode of scaling with disha i am so excited that you are here and if you haven't hit the subscribe button yet please go ahead and do so this is a well requested episode on reducing distractions on social media we're going to dive in to the things that I do that really help me get specific on the things that move the needle in my business rather than wasting time on social media and scrolling through your newsfeed and watching those endless poppy videos that I'm sure you have been guilty of because I know I have. So make sure that you stay tuned, hit the subscribe button and dive in to this because I'm going to give you some epic notes. You might want to take notes. You might want to come back if you're listening to this on the go because I'm going to give you some good tips and strategies to use to get really specific with your time on social media. A lot of people say to me, Disha, how do you have time to do all of the things that you do, record a podcast, write books, run a Facebook group, and have time for client calls and everything else that I do in between and still have a life? And this is some of the things that I do to be able to do exactly that. So let's dive straight in to one of the top things that has changed everything. So the news feed eradicator, it is a plugin that you use on Chrome. If you're not using Chrome, then you should be because there have been numerous uh, articles that say how important Chrome is for productivity because of the plugins that you can have and the, the additions that you can make to Chrome. So download Newsfeed Eradicator. As I said, it's a free Chrome plugin that you can use on your desktop and it will reduce the newsfeed. So when you're on Facebook, it will not show any posts from your newsfeed in that section. You will have to actively go into Facebook groups or be specific where you're searching for content to like and engage on their posts. So Newsfeed Eradicator stops me from seeing something and aimlessly scrolling. I know that if I pick up my phone during the workday that I am aimlessly scrolling. I am not working. I'm not being mindful of my time on social media. I am just scrolling through the newsfeed, looking for those puppy videos or what somebody posted on Instagram, on Facebook that I didn't need to see. So Newsfeed Eradicator is my top tip and it will save you so much time. If you do need to see your newsfeed on social media, then you can do, absolutely you can. You can turn the newsfeed and eradicate it off and you can snooze it for 30 minutes or an hour or whatever you need to scroll through that newsfeed, but it has literally changed the game for me. The second thing is to set a timer. Make sure that you are being intentional with your time on social media. So you want to make sure that if you are going into Facebook groups or you're going on Facebook at all, that you are engaging with intent. So I set a timer for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and I say, I'm only going to be on Facebook for this amount of time engaging in those groups because it can be a time suck right? It can suck all of your time if you are not strategic with that. 
uh, time that you're spending on Facebook. So set a timer, set a timer. And I use the Pomodoro technique a lot throughout my working day where I set intervals of time that I'm going to be really, really specific with that time. So 20, 40, 50 minutes where I'm going to be really, really specific with the time that I'm using. So I set a timer for an amount of time and I am engaging in those groups for that period of time only. And then once the timer goes off, I'm out. If what I haven't got done is still not done, it goes on the timer for next time, whenever that may be. So whether that's later on in my day or the next day, if I haven't got it done in the time that I allotted that I would be able to do it in, it moves to the ne next lot time zone and I move on with my day. So timers are crucial to being productive with your time. The third is to use the search function. Using the search function on Facebook is something that a lot of people haven't been doing. And it is so simple, right? If you're going inside of a Facebook group and you're looking for posts, whether that be on social media, on weight loss, on anything that you might be looking at on social media, then why not use the search function? It is a fantastic tool to search for posts that are specific to your niche, where you can really add that level of engagement and add that value to that post rather than scrolling through the newsfeed, aimlessly searching for those posts. Use the search function inside of groups, use keywords that your ideal clients will be talking about in those groups and give value inside of those groups. Make sure that the value you give is actual value, um, real insightful value that is going to actually help those people because those are the people that are going to come back to you when they're looking for something else. So using the search function on Facebook is brilliant. Facebook have been playing with using hashtags and bring those into the search function, which hasn't really stepped up its game yet, but as that rolls out, that could be a fun feature to explore as well. At the same use as it has on Instagram, you'll be able to use that on Facebook and use those hashtags to search for things too. The flaw behind this at the moment seems to be that it's only for public posts, which absolutely makes sense from a GDPR point of view and a privacy point of view for those that are behind uh, privacy walls on their Facebook profiles or inside of private Facebook groups. So those hashtags will have a limited amount of reach, but again, something that will be fun to play with if you can search the whole of Facebook using a hashtag for public posts. Again, as I've said, this hasn't rolled out successfully yet by Facebook, but it is in the area. Uh, it, and there are some times when I see it come up and I think it will be a rollout very soon. So if you uh, keep me posted, if you do see it by sharing inside of the Scaling with Disha Facebook group uh, and let me know if you see those posts where they come up with a line underneath that says uh, hashtag. Um, the fourth one is focus on your ideal client's content. Rather than what your sister, brother, mum, auntie, niece, nephew, friend from college posted on Facebook, focus on the content that your ideal clients are posting. So whether that means you snooze those people, and this is definitely something that I've done in the past, they do not get notified when you snooze people, but snooze those people that are not serving you in that moment in life. So if you're on a big sales drive, if you are con consciously curating your feed so that your ideal clients are showing up front and center, 
and your family are perhaps taking a back seat or your friends are taking a back seat at this time in, the, in your life because you've got a launch coming up or something exciting happening, then you can snooze their newsfeed and only see posts that you want to see. They don't get notified, so nobody will know that you've snoozed them. You just won't see posts. This is something that I have played with a lot and family have come to know that if they post something on Facebook, the chances are I probably won't see it unless they let me know that they have posted something they want me to see because I don't actively look at their newsfeed. So this is something that is not going to offend any friends and family. They're just going to become aware that this is the new thing that you do. You don't notice their feed. You are curating your feed to make sure you make more money in your business and are able to live the life that you want and your dreams. So to snooze somebody, you can literally click on the three dots on the top of any post that they have shared uh, on the top right of that post. And you go to the drop down menu and it allows you to snooze for 30 days is the standard. So you can snooze them and after 30 days, it will pop back up into your newsfeed again for you to see their content. Nobody needs to know. So snoozing those and just focus on your ideal clients. A massive thing for me to be more productive in a launch phase within my business. Get specific about the groups that you're hanging out in. Make sure that the groups that you're hanging out in one have money uh, because if you are selling an offer, you want to be selling it to people that have money, right? You don't want to be going into DIY or fixer-upper style groups and they are available in any industry. I'm not just talking about uh, house improvements here. DIY or fixer-upper groups where they want to do it themselves and they feel the power in doing it themselves and they never want to hire help because they A, don't have money or they B, are happy in their misery and not ready to commit to that to that person or to outsourcing help in that area. So make sure that you're focusing on groups where those groups have money, that they are actively sourcing for help, or you are posting content that is going to speak to them. So for example, if I'm looking for a health coach, I might not be posting about how woe is me and I am needing some help in nutrition or anything like that. But if somebody posts something that grabs my attention and I've got the money to spend and I'm in a different group, then I'm more likely to engage in that content than if I am somewhere else and I'm in a looking for help with my nutrition that I can do on my own. Um, so I might be in a Facebook group where a lot of free stuff happens in there make sure that you are aware of what that and what that looks like for you. And don't get hang up on the conversations. So this is a really, really important point. A lot of my clients come and say to me, well, I've had five conversations this week and I've had no clients. Well, five conversations isn't enough. You need to be having a lot of conversations. So organically, uh, there is a lot higher conversion rate organically than there is over paid ads. However, it takes time. So an organic conversion rate is about 8%. So if you base that on how many conversations you have before a conversation converts to a client, you need to have had 100 conversations to convert eight clients. So when you come to me and you say, I've had five conversations this week, I say, well, keep going because you've got a lot more to go before one of those turns into a client. The more no's you get, the more closer you are to a yes. 
Now, I'm not saying cold DMing people. You are building those relationships. So those people could stay in your ecosystem for a short or a long period of time. And I've spoken about the ecosystem before. So if you have missed that, then make sure you go back and check out some previous episodes um, or come on over and hang out in the Scaling with Adisha Facebook group as well. But make sure that you are having those conversations consistently and you have a system to follow up with those people. I'll be talking about a follow-up system and uh, in a future episode um, and how you can implement that in your business straight away. And I will be sharing some awesome tips. So make sure you hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and stay tuned for that episode as well. I... Um, hope I hope that I have shared some things in here that are going to help you reduce those distractions and be more mindful with your time on social media. I want you to be able to spend less time on social media, more time enjoying working with your clients, and then the other aspects of running a business. Because I wrote a post about this fairly recently about all the things that we have to do as a business owner. We have to do marketing, we have to do finance, we have to do HR, we have to actually deliver the service. And as an online business owner, especially as you're starting out, you are the sole person that is delivering that service, doing the marketing, being the finance coordinator, being the HR director, all of those things come under your hat. So make sure that you are splitting your time between those things effectively. As you build out your offerings, as you have more clients, then other things are going to have to take a back seat as you start to build out those uh, and spend more time with your clients. I don't know where I came from that tangent, but <laughs> do make sure that you have split your time uh, accordingly and you know where you're going to split that time moving forward as well. If you can track the time that you're spending now on marketing, on finances, uh, on client delivery, then when you come to upscale and grow your business and bring on team members, you're going to know where those team members need to be in order for you to reduce that time that you are spending in that section of your business and allow you to spend more time with your clients. That is something that I get asked a lot is, if I sign up with you, Disha, am I going to be working with you or am I going to be working with a team member or another coach? And you absolutely will be working with me. My one-on-one -on -one program is directly with me because I want you to get me. That's what you're paying for. I don't want you to work with another coach or another team member unless that is what is needed. So I do have coaches. I have an email marketing coach, Ashley DeLuca. She is coming on the show to share some of her amazing email tips with you guys uh, later on in the year. But I also have my OBM and she is a gem with technology as well. And when something comes up that I can't answer or people want a more in-depth understanding of a technology that we use in my business, then I let them have a call directly with her. But most of the time people get direct access to me and I then reduce that time in other places. And marketing is one of those that places that you can reduce that time. If you implement some of these strategies that I've given you today, you can also reduce time in other areas by hiring team members and helping people bring in people within your business that are going to help you to raise the ship. And there's a saying behind that somewhere, but I can't remember it. I am terrible at those analogies, um, but a ship raises something in waves. 
um, is the general analogy. If you know what it is, please let me know. Uh, head over to the Scaling with Disha group and let me know what that analogy is because I'm lost. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you have enjoyed this episode and please make sure that you stay tuned for next week's episode where we will be talking with Jody and we will be talking all about group programs and scaling your offer through those. And it is going to blow your mind because Jody is freaking amazing. And she has some amazing knowledge bombs for you in that episode. So do make sure you stay tuned. Have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And I really hope that you genuinely learned something from today's episode. If you found this episode useful, then please hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. I personally read each and every one. Until next time. Bye.